Merry Christmas, everyone. Just a few instructions for tonight uh, when we get to Holy Communion. Please walk down the center aisle. There are baskets of candles at the end of each of those pews, so if you'll return to your seats that way and grab a candle on your way down the side aisles, that would be wonderful. And as we go through this service together, I want you to ponder what you're seeing on the altar. There's no Christ child on the altar in the manger scene. But there is the body and there is the blood. God came among shepherds and sheep. God came among wise men. God came to a barn, to a stable. To me, that is a magnificent hope of Christmas. That wherever we are, whatever we're doing, whoever we are, God comes. And as we go through Holy Communion, as we walk through this service, I hope one thought will be above every other thought. Be assured, God is with us. Good evening. On this Christmas Eve, we are gathered as God's people to celebrate again what Christ's coming means to the world. We join with Christians and all people of goodwill around the world who are celebrating tonight in saying, we believe in hope, we believe in peace, we believe in love, we believe in joy. Luke 2, 10 14. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, 
I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was the angel, a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. Tonight we relight the four Advent candles and recall what the good news means. Hope, peace, love, joy. Jesus Christ is the greatest gift who makes all these other gifts possible. So we light the Christ candle now as we welcome the birth of Christ in our lives. We thank you, God, for your gift of Jesus Christ to the entire world. We thank you that Christ's coming makes hope, peace, love, and joy possible. Make us your hands and heart to our hurting world because we believe in hope, in peace, in love, in joy, and in the matchless gift of Jesus. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe that God has come to us as a little child, making our weakness his strength, securing our salvation by becoming one of us, blessing us with a steadfast Savior, filling our hearts with joy to be shared with one another. We believe that God has birthed righteousness and justice into the world giving us a law that will be written upon our hearts, making the cause of the oppressed the highest priority, declaring an everlasting reign of peace, defeating the power of pain and suffering. We believe that God calls us to participate in this reality of love, inviting us to proclaim Christ's resurrection at the table, transforming us as disciples to go out into the world, sending us forth to announce his kingdom of peace and comfort, challenging us to see everyone as nothing less than beloved children. This we believe, this we preach, this we seek to embody in word and deed.
be seated. I invite you to join together in our congregational response. Lord Jesus, we rejoice. When the angels laugh and the mountains sing and the earth yields its fruit, we rejoice. When the world is cherished and the sinner forgiven and the doubter brought home, we rejoice. When the poor one is raised and the proud one is humbled and our cold hearts are melted, we rejoice. When the baby is born and the king is recognized and the savior is lullabied, we rejoice. When the Lord comes to us, we rejoice in him who brings new life to all the earth. Amen. I invite the ushers to come forward. Thank you. 
Please be seated. It is both a privilege and a pleasure for me as the pastor here to read this story. It is our story. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths, and placed him in a manger, because there was no room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. 
suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Lord, we do thank you for this story, written in your own hand, written in the word made flesh. We praise you this night, for we feel the wonder of your love, a love this great, a love greater than any love we could possibly comprehend. Be with us as we visit you tonight. In Jesus' name, in your holy name we pray. Amen. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch. Never again will an oppressor overrun my people, for now, now I am keeping watch, says the Lord. Keep watch, for you do not know on what day your Lord will come. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to what you have learned. 
And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. It has been impressed on me this year just how important it is that you and I grasp how important watching is to God, keeping watch, being watchful. These verses I just read are spread throughout both Old Testament and New. And there were several hundred more that I could have chosen. I just thought y'all might not want to be here at 10 o'clock in the morning. But they're there. Lots and lots of verses about keeping watch. And when we put them together, we receive the glorious Christmas good news. Keeping watch. It is God who guards our lives. Keeping watch. We watch for the coming Christ. We live with eternal hope. Keeping watch is an invitation to pray for others. Keeping watch means staying faithful to those trusted to our care. Keeping watch strengthens our church and the unity of our church. And if you love the Christmas story, keeping watch means we can find God in unexpected places like barns and city streets and stores. And Phil, do you think it's possible? Could you even find Jesus at church? I, I suppose it could happen. Keeping watch means our lives can be filled with an awesome wonder. As we experience the glorious mystery of God, the teacher of a children's Sunday school class was certainly watching. She had gathered with her class to hear the Christmas story. And then they sang Silent Night together, which they all agreed was their favorite carol. After they sang, the teacher asked them to draw a picture of what they thought the nativity scene might have looked like. Well, one little guy did a great job of drawing Joseph and Mary and the baby Jesus, but off to the side, he had drawn kind of a, a roly-poly figure. And, and the teacher, thinking that the boy had somehow worked Santa Claus into the scene, 
asked him who that was. And she wasn't sure whether she was relieved or even more worried by his answer. Oh, that's round John Virgin. Oh, don't pretend. Did you just get it? Don't pretend. We were all children once and trying to make sense of this story and some of the words in it was tough. And as adults, don't we still get overwhelmed by the mystery of it all? Doesn't the story still speak? so deeply, so tenderly to our hearts. What do you see when you look at the nativity? I see Mary, barely a teenager, giving birth to the one who would hear her prayers. I see Joseph completely trusting a dream and ushering in God's dream of salvation for the whole world, for us. I see shepherds keeping watch over lambs, lambs that were raised to be sacrificed. And now they were keeping watch over the Lamb of God. I see wise men kneeling to the one who is wisdom. I see angels singing out the most glorious news this world will ever hear. When I look upon the nativity, I behold the love of God that would not spare his own son for our redemption. The Word made flesh because of God's love. Strength for every step of our journeys because of God's love. I see the Christ child lying in a manger and I see the Lord God Almighty still keeping watch over his flock by day and by night. This church family has been through a lot. It's been a tough, tough year. As we receive the bread and the cup, and remember the body and the blood. May this one message resound. Our Lord, the Lord, God Almighty, is keeping watch.
the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. You created light out of darkness and brought forth life on the earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets. In the fullness of time, you gave your only Son, Jesus Christ, to be our Savior. And at his birth, the angels sang glory to you in the highest, and peace to your people on earth. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son Jesus Christ. As Mary and Joseph went from Galilee to Bethlehem, and there found no room. So Jesus went from Galilee to Jerusalem and was despised and rejected. As in the poverty of a stable, Jesus was born. So by the baptism of his suffering death and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. As your word became flesh, born of a woman, on that night long ago, so on the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. the body of Christ, broken for us. When the supper was over, 
he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us. As we proclaim the mystery of faith, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church. All honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. If you are helping to serve communion, please come forward.
do have gluten-free bread, if that is of interest to you. Sweet little Jesus boy, they made you be born in a manger. Sweet little holy child, didn't know who you are. Didn't know you'd come to save us, Lord to take our sins away. Our eyes was blind, we couldn't see. We didn't know who you was. Long time ago, But please, sir, forgive us, Lord. We didn't know twas you. Sweet little Jesus boy, born long time ago. Sweet little holy child, 
and we didn't know who you
they found him wrapped in swaddling cloths. That was good timing. <laughs> now you have to come back every Christmas, young man. <laughs> Let us stand and sing Silent Night, Holy Night. <coughs>
the joy of this season fill your hearts for another 365 days. May the hope, the peace, and the love of Christmas be yours. For unto us, our God is keeping watch. Amen.